For the last couple of years, my now six-year-old son has this habit that whenever his mom or I are having to get on to him, to scold him in some way for some behavior that needs correcting, if he really doesn't like what he's hearing, he'll cover his ears just like that. And it's funny that even if we're feeling a little heated over whatever he did wrong, it's hard not to smile, not to laugh in that moment, because it's such a comical image, just seeing his cute cheeks and his big brown eyes just covering those ears because he finds what he's hearing to be so uncomfortable. It's cute when a kid does it. It's considerably less cute if an adult were to act the very same way. Yet, that's exactly what we see some of the foremost religious authorities of the Jewish people do in the New Testament history book of Acts in chapter 7. An early follower of Jesus by the name of Stephen has just really given a powerful and compelling sermon that ripped apart their false arguments trying to reject Stephen's message, trying to reject Jesus, whom that message was about. Yet, instead of being convicted by the truth and the power of his words, their reaction is much different. And maybe it would still be a little comical if it wasn't so incredibly tragic. Because in Acts chapter 7 and verse 54, now when they heard these things, they were enraged and they ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. This was no way for grown men, for respected teachers, for well-regarded religious authorities, some of the most powerful, influential people among their people to behave. Yet that's how it is when we as sinful human beings get angry. Whenever we're angry, no matter how smart we are, no matter how religious we are, no matter how many worship assemblies we've gone or how many scriptures we can quote, whenever we're angry, the temptation is so great for us to do the wrong thing. So much so that some passages of scripture, like James 1, written by Jesus' half-brother and a leader of the church there in Jerusalem, tell us that the anger of man just does not produce the righteousness of God. So what solution are we given? Be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to get angry. 
But that's not what these religious authorities did. They felt angry by the confrontation in Stephen's words. They felt angry that what he said was undeniable, indisputable. They wanted to prove him wrong, but they couldn't. But instead of that humbling, instead of that convicting, it enraged them. Instead of recognizing that anger as being out of step with God's character, they closed their ears, they stopped listening. And sometimes, in our painful situations, in our heated conflicts, that's what we can do too. Our temperature starts to rise at what someone else is saying or doing. And rather than weighing whether or not there's some truth to what they're saying, rather than trying to see things from their perspective, we often stop listening. Instead of listening to understand, we might start thinking about how we're going to rebut what they just said, the ways that we want to disprove their point, the ways that we want to argue, ways that we can dismiss what they said to not validate it, to not have to recognize it because it makes us uncomfortable, because maybe we are wrong. But whenever we do that, no matter how smart or how religious we are, we just become more wrong. We move ourselves further away from where God wanted us to be. So when you or I find ourselves, even as people that are wanting to follow Jesus, even as people who want to know God's word and adhere to it in our daily lives, when we find ourselves in those painful, difficult moments, when we find ourselves with our temperatures rising, our tempers flaring, when we find ourselves in conflict, it is so important that we not give in to that anger, that we don't stop our ears, that we don't rush to say something, that we don't rush to act in a particular way. You see, we believe that what these Jewish authorities did to Stephen by stoning him was actually illegal. When you look back at Luke's first work, the gospel according to Luke, you notice the great lengths that the Jewish council went to to come up with charges against Jesus that would justify not only bringing him to the Roman governor, but charges that would be severe enough that the Roman governor would execute him. We believe that's because the Jewish authorities didn't have the authority to carry out capital sentences. They could threaten people, they could beat people, they could cast people out of the synagogue, they could imprison people but they couldn't execute people. Rome wanted to keep that power to themselves. Yet these well-respected, august men were so infuriated at what Stephen had to say, they broke the law themselves. They acted in a way that they could have gotten punished for by the pagan Romans because they were angry. We must be careful not to give in to our anger. We must be careful not to stop listening. Because in this case, what Stephen said was true. They needed to hear it, but they didn't. And they committed something terribly wrong as a result. We are going to have times where people say things that we find upsetting, where people have done things that make us angry, but it is so critically important in those moments that we don't stop listening, that we don't fall into rushing to react because that will only make the situation worse. And whatever we might think about what the other person is saying, there's a very strong likelihood it will lead us to do what's wrong if we aren't following Jesus in those moments ourselves.